This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite Quick Bites. This week, we have a question which Robbo has in his magic envelope. I do, indeed. And it's from a super fan, Kylie Maloney from New Zealand, who's actually emailed us before. Uh, what was she asking us about last time? Uh, oh, she was talking about Rode microphones and a bunch of stuff. So there you go. So anyway, her question uh, is around file formats. And she says, hi, guys, I'd love to hear your thoughts on FLAC. It's meant to be lossless compression. So would you use it in broadcast in a pinch? Question mark. What about when sending files over the net? So, uh, so that's a pretty good question. Uh, I got to be honest, I either use MP3 or WAV. I've never actually even played with FLAC. I don't know what the pinch would be that would mean I had to use FLAC. Yeah. Wouldn't it be an issue for the person receiving though? I mean, if you got sent this uh, FLAC file, wouldn't you sort of go, yeah. why didn't you just send me a- <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I guess that would be my question. If, if I did have trouble, if someone sent me one, a voice artist sent me one and I had trouble opening it. Um, yeah, I don't know. George, you had anyone who uses FLAC? It's really rare. I mean, in voiceover, in the context of voiceover, because, you know, the vast majority of what voice actors are recording are not ginormous, uh, not huge, not very long, and they don't have to be streamed. So what Flack, I think, is good at is streaming, and it's used by streaming services, actually. I'm on the Flack uh, FAQ or the FLAC info page online. If you want to read about it, go to XIF. I'm sorry, I can't even read four letters. XIPH.org. I don't know why that's the company, but that's what it is. XIPH.org. And there's a page on there for FLAC, which stands for Free Lossless Audio Codec. It's been around a long time. Um, in 2014, they announced that Tidal and Deezer, which are streaming platforms, are using FLAC. So why FLAC? I, I think if you're just delivering files, the file savings, the size savings you get with FLAC isn't that tremendous. It, it's, I don't know, I think it makes it roughly half the size of the original WAV file. So it's not like a huge savings. And so for us, it's like we don't need a middle ground really between MP3 and, and WAVs, really. It's like, just send me the WAV. Um, but I guess when it comes to streaming, bandwidth is still pretty precious. So for those platforms that want to preserve the original audio quality, but over a streaming platform, FLAC seems to be something that's used somewhat. I don't know how popular it is, but it is, it is used by some platforms. Um, like if someone were to send you a FLAC file of an entire CD, you could then convert it to a CD quality wave file it would sound identical to the original 16-bit 44.1 kilohertz stereo wave that it came from so it is a shrunken format that makes transporting audio over the internet easier the files are smaller um, but that's about it i mean it's yeah it's it's so niche and it's just not a standard that's picked up in our in our world and i think you know, eventually our internet connections will become universally fast enough that we won't really care um, so much. I don't. I know it depends on the state and the country and where you are, but you know, we we're getting to the point where we can send wave files fast enough to meet 
most demands, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I, I've got to be honest. I mean, we're on a, you know, as we've spoken about on this show before, Australia's internet is prehistoric compared to mostly the rest of the world. Um, but even still, I've got to be honest, unless it's a massive project, I really don't have a, too much problems forwarding files backwards and forwards. Um, and they're usually, well, if it's post-production, they're usually a broadcast WAV. Um, and I, there's not much radio production that I'll send out that's, that's MP3. In fact, I can't think of anything I would have sent out MP3 in the last year. It's always WAV. So, um, right. so yeah. I, I think WAV's pretty much the stand, unspoken standard though, isn't it? I mean, to stray, to stray yeah. outside of that in terms of delivering a voiceover, you'd want to have a pretty good reason, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, there's some, you know, producers are, you know, engineers are odd bunches sometimes. They sometimes are just decide no, that this is the way I want to do things. <laughs> and so they'll say, send me a flak. Yeah. I, you know, it does, is it even worth the time of having to transcode the file from flak back to wave and add that to your workflow? I mean, I don't, I don't know how that makes a lot of sense, you know, but it, it's, it is kind of a fringe thing for sure. I don't think Pro Tools will export a flack. I know Audition does because I've had to do it once before. I mean, it's because it's a free codec. Mm. Um, I think another one might be Og Vorbis, something like that. Um, a lot of these commercial-grade platforms like Pro Tools just don't support it. I'm not really sure why. I mean, why can't they use a free or open-source lossless codec? I mean, why not? Um, Apple has one. Maybe that's why. There's already a native Apple one on every Apple computer. There's an Apple lossless, so maybe it's like, why bother? Um, other platforms like Reaper, you know, Reaper is all about, we want to support every standard, every for- file format, every OS, you know. We want to be everything to everyone is Reaper, right? So they're kind of the opposite. They they open and export everything. Um, so it's a different mindset altogether. Adobe's pretty similar to that. I haven't come across much that Adobe won't open. Um, and in terms of saving, yeah. it's pretty good too. In fact, I get asked a lot. People sort of say to me, why do you even have Audition? And it's like, well, A, should Pro Tools totally clap out? You know, if, if the Mac does an overnight update that Pro Tools doesn't like or something and I can, you know, Audition will usually open. Right. So there's yeah, my I mean, there's certain my safety. tools. I mean, Pro Tools does what it does extremely well, and then there's other tools like Twisted Wave and Audition that do things that Pro Tools doesn't. That's right. Like batch conversion of thousands of yes. tiny files, and yes. t- you know, there's just certain Absolutely. utilities that are easier on other applications. So yep. there's reasons to have I other tools. I hate in your the arsenal, multi-track you know? in Audition, but um, the um, the audio right. editor itself is brilliant. Absolutely. Right. Waveform editing is, is yep. great in Audition. Absolutely. So. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, um, Robbo, or actually Robert, if you were here, he would be saying this. Um, another way of sending files over the internet to save, save time is they have a thing called Source Zip. Yes. And so that is, that is a good uh, solution for people that need to transport large, complicated projects between Pro Tools systems, right? Have, have you made use of that? I haven't, no. Um, I should because I understand it's also time code sensitive too, isn't it? Right, right. It just adds a very like drag and drop kind of feeling yep. yeah. workflow yep. for bringing a project out of your system and sending it over the net and not sending it as a thousand little files. And 
it shrinks the file down smaller than a zip file would shrink it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the concept behind it. And it does it straight out of your Pro Tools session too, doesn't it, from memory? Right, right. It integrates into the Pro Tools platform. Mm. I have extremely small amounts of experience with it. I think I demoed it one time to see what actually what it was because I just don't need it. But um, if you're trying to send larger projects and you want to make it easy on you um, and you're a Pro Tools person, certainly a niche product, but the zip, the source zip might be a, well, a good I mean, way to go. Perhaps because basically Flack is zip for audio. You know, you can't zip a wave file and make it really much smaller. Um, you can do that to an executable file. You can do it to a bunch of Word documents, but you can't do it to wave audio. So that's what Flack essentially is. Well, Robert, if you're listening, perhaps you need to add a uh, source zip subscription to my account as well, please. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this show was mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging, edit by Andrew Peters, using Rode microphones and Source Connect Now tech support from George the Tech Whittem and supported by Harlan Hogan's voiceoveressentials.com, the home of the Portabooth Pro. Yeah.